0: Hey, it is Tuesday, September 27th, 2020. Yeah. And we are li- live from Deliverance Bible Church in Hearst, Texas, where revival's been happening, God's been moving, a super miraculous time has been taking place. Yeah. And you are watching and listening, of course. To revival and souls radio with Pastor Cletus, that's me and my lovely, beautiful wife, Lady Nicole. Hallelujah! Well, tonight we had to go. We had to go online tonight because tonight is literally the six-year anniversary yeah. of the outpouring at Deliverance Bible Church, and it's Tuesday, which it was a Tuesday six years Tuesday. ago. Tuesday, and we've never been the same ever again.
1: Never been the same.
0: Shockingly, we were talking with our family, <laughs> and if you don't know what's been going on, we've had six years of revival. Actual, legitimate mm-hmm. revival has been taking place. We've been in ministry since 1999. You got to always go back. People think that we're like saying we're in revival. Oh, we're in revival because we're trying to be positive or something. No, we we've been in ministry for for since 99, so 23 yeah. years now. It's I don't know why I can never do the math. It seems easy. 23. Whatever the year is, add 1, okay? So 23 years, but 6 years ago on a Tuesday night at around 9:30 at night, the the roof broke and the Holy Ghost fell and we were asking our family like what do you remember about that night what what do you remember
1: i just remember knowing that the atmosphere had completely changed yeah that everything was different like it was it was like this um in it, it, the opposite of the oxygen being sucked out of the room right I, I don't really know how to explain that there's so much life and energy and the the presence of god was so refreshing it was like you could breathe better right. than ever i mean it was the opposite of getting oxygen sucked and out it wasn't
0: it wasn't like hype it wasn't no. uh oh let's say this or less it wasn't even like a better meeting or let's say this is it it was we knew yeah we knew revival had begun. It was, it was like that historic, you know, yeah. those things I've read about for years ago. I was like, no, here it yeah. is. Wasn't like, anything this is, we did. This is really it. And I knew it right then. And we were asking our, our children who were much younger six years ago, we were like, what do you remember about that night? And uh, we, I guess we still had children's church at the time. And so they came out. We don't have it anymore because we don't need it. Praise Amen. God. And families are getting stronger i think because of it in a lot of ways our kids victory and jacob they were saying they were in children's church and they came over and victory said there were people all over the floor and she didn't understand it she actually even thought like oh this is kind of funny like what's taking place you know at first they were just shocked like what is this mm-hmm. and everything was different i'll say that it was different it was different. it was like this is not the normal deliverance bible church meetings on a tuesday night especially uh, i don't have a lot of memory of the meeting i don't remember the meeting Mm-mm. i just remember at 9.30, like I remember, I say 9.30, 30. I estimate. remember the
1: people all over the room on the floor. See,
0: I don't even remember that. <laughs> what I, only thing I remember is that people had begun to shout. I remember that and they were dan- or like yelling and shouting and everyone had their hands up and people began to run around the room, which wasn't that obscure. I, that kind of happens sometimes. Yeah. But I remember it was like this swirl of people, they were running and they were jumping and shouting and worshiping. And I was up on the platform and then suddenly in the middle of that, I just, I don't know how to put it into words. I knew the Holy Spirit took the meeting. Yeah. And I said out loud to the Lord, I was like, Holy Ghost, She just took the meeting. And I was happy. And I think I said something like, don't ever give it back. Don't ever give it back. And then I remember opening my Bible. And I don't know if I preached this. I don't remember anything else about this meeting really, except for in the back of the room where our ushers sit. And I don't really remember who is sitting there. I think it was some of our current ushers maybe back there. And I remember everyone was running around and shouting and, and the Holy Spirit just took over. And then I saw in the back of the room, I remember their hands going up and just being like, whoa. And it was like this wave went over the people in the back of the room. And then I looked at the scripture from Hebrews, what is it, 12, oh, 29. And it says, for our God is a consuming fire. Amen. And I was reading that to myself out loud. I, I was just happy. Like it was the happiest moment as a pastor I've ever felt. Honestly, it was like, this is miraculous. This isn't us. The real Holy Ghost has stepped in the room, and right there on the spot, I wrote. I wrote this. I underlined it. I circled it, and I wrote nine twenty-seven sixteen, and that's when that's when the move of God began, so and it good. didn't stop. It got stronger and stronger and yeah, stronger. It did, and I remember. Oh, let's see. Maybe a month later, or maybe a few weeks later, we had a church in Los Angeles at the time, over in Hollywood, mm-hmm. and I I remember telling. I guess I called them, That you called them, Somebody we called those pastors. And we were like revivals happening. And they jumped on a plane and came. They mm-hmm. just showed up. I mean, it was mm-hmm. like immediately they showed up. And it was a Sunday night. And the meetings were going almost immediately. The meetings started going at least three hours, four hours a meeting immediately. I mean, every time. And they just got longer and longer. Right. I remember the Sunday that the sun went down on us or something like that. <laughs> and it was like, we've been here all day. I mean, the fire of God was so in the room. And anyway, they came. And I, I had him come up on the platform. Man, it was just people. I remember that night, there were people everywhere. They were like on the ground, they were on the platform, they're laying down, they're rolling, they're shouting, they're laughing. And I had, I had Dylan, who was the pastor, him and his wife, Cara, came up. And I just asked him like, Give your or like why are you here or what'd you do? And I still remember, and this stuck out to me, and still sticks out to me. He took the microphone and he said, what God is doing here is so powerful. He had been in our ministry since the second year of our ministry, I think. 2000 or at the end of 99 or something like that. Almost the whole time we've been in church and he was like this we've prayed about revival, we've talked about revival and I remember he, him saying this is it. This is it. I mean he's like he's he just kept saying this is it. This is it. This is it. This is this is the real thing. This is what we've been praying for. Yeah. yeah. And and we've we've been enjoying ourselves ever since. I, I don't think much of the body of Christ really seeks revival anymore. Because revival is when you lose everything and it's just him. Yeah. And I'll say we lost everything until we yes, just had we him. I mean, really, it was like everything you could lose, and we were willing to lose all of it for him. Yep. But nowadays, I think so many people use the word revival that it gets lost in the shuffle, and every church is like, we're in revival. And and it's like a statement of faith, or maybe it's we're having really good great meetings, and we're going to really try to stir this thing up and make it. We're going to make it. Oh, man, we couldn't make it at all. We, we would have never, yeah. I don't even know. I mean, there were times in our ministry where I thought, oh, those were good meetings, we, maybe we should keep going. And I told you a few weeks ago, I said, I remember the, the day after Victory was born, that we had had this powerful meeting here at church. I thought, man, that was the closest thing to, to revival I've ever thought about. And I was holding Victory. I remember I was at the hospital, I was holding her. And I was like, well, maybe revival is like, you have a good meeting and then you schedule another one and you keep going and maybe God is just waiting on us to have revival. And I remember right then the Holy Holy Spirit's like, no, like that's not it. And I was holding <laughs> the little victory and I was like, I'm sorry, Lord, I will never think that thought again. <laughs> and I'm so glad I didn't. I mean, you know, there's books like have revival, make revival, do revival, create revival. No, we're not that good. I just remember when the real thing happened and it's still yeah. happening today. Yeah. Six years later on a Tuesday night, we're still at revival and it's powerful. And Hey, if you haven't already, if you were there that night, I—I I mean, put it. If you were there, say, "Hey, I was there," and tell me what you remember.
1: Yeah, I'm reading some good ones. Yeah, um, go for it. Still called said it's where he learned, began to learn what it meant to yield. Yeah. And that's so good. I <laughs> was—I was thinking to myself. For me, it was learning the word just, and which is proof to me that we could not have manufactured anything no. that God was doing because it was a requirement to completely yield. And to completely die and to just. And when you just, it's not about you anymore. Right. It's 100% about him. My only job is to let go. Yeah, amen. And if I'm letting go, then I'm not stirring anything up. And I'm not, amen. you know, what I'm saying, I'm not putting on a performance for anybody. Um, and that's hard. That's actually, it's hard to just. In the beginning,
0: it's hard. Especially it's, yeah. when
1: you're bound by religion and, and position and what we've always done and who we've always been to where you become nothing but, you know, piece of dust on You're the clay floor. Clay, he yes. can do what he wants. And you, know, you become saw, invisible.
0: I saw in the chat, I said, uh, let's see, Amy said the shout that night and then she said it was yes. sort of out of body-ish. Mm-hmm. Man, it, I, I'll be honest with you. It what, I I when it I sounded
1: think, supernatural. See, when I
0: think about that night, it's like I'm in a dream or something. Mm-hmm. And I only, like I said, only retain this one moment where the Holy Spirit just took it. He took the meeting. And hey, if I don't know, I don't know if I have any pastors out there or ministers. I mean, could you imagine the Holy Spirit taking your meeting? Everyone's like, Oh, I want the Holy Spirit to move. No, think about it, he takes the meeting. And I told him, Don't ever give it back. I don't ever want you to give it back. And praise God, six years later, I mean, we're still doing the same thing. Six years later, this the meetings kind of go like this. Holy Spirit, you're welcome here. And then we just flow with whatever He told. You know, I mean, this last few weeks I've been teaching, which I don't usually do very much. I'm not really a teacher. Does that make sense? I'm a preacher, I'm I'm pastoring, I'm prophetic, things like this, but teaching line by line stuff or whatever. It's not my thing, okay? But even in that, he'll he'll tell me, You do that and then I'll do what I do.
1: Yeah, he kisses it every time. Yeah,
0: you do you do the assignment and then I'm gonna do what I do. And sometimes he says, I'll do what I do and then you can, you know, add your two little things and and then I'll do what I do, you know. Uh Chris said I was I was in the chat, he says I was there. You read it. I think I yeah. lost it for a second.
1: Says I was there and I remember being stuck to the floor, held to the ground by the presence of God, pouring out his joy and his love, just being in the floor.
0: Amen. And then uh let's see, Mr. Prosperity, he's at he sets a table bakery. You gotta order some pies from that place. He says, I remember getting drunk, drunk in the Holy Spirit, being caught up by the Lord. That's mm-hmm. that's kind of what that night felt mm-hmm. like. And then suddenly church wasn't church anymore. No church started to morph into everything we thought church was supposed to be just begin to die and you know the lord had been talking to us for months about go to zero or years go to zero go to zero take it to nothing so i'm the only person that gets you know gets the glory honestly and that was the night i would say i don't know if we went there right then it was a build. And also there was a buildup. There was weeks mm-hmm. before where the Holy Spirit was working, but man, at the same time, the devil was working. We'd have a powerful meeting and it was like the devil would come in and just grab it. And then the next week it would be something. But then I remember that night, he just, Holy Spirit took over. Yeah, you got more in there? I want to see this. Yeah,
1: some good ones. Jacob Pritchard was remembering when Corinth and Jacob prayed um, for people that were lined up. And he said it was the first time he was touched by the Holy Spirit like that. So, I think
2: Corinth was talking about that. He yeah. remember praying for people. Yeah, I remember wow. praying for specifically Jacob Pritchard. He wow. was the one I always remember praying for. And Jacob was there too. I, it was right after we came from camp. And we oh, prayed for yeah. each person. We went across the line. Oh, so that's the lead up. That was, was the lead up. Yeah, yeah. That was actually a few
0: weeks before this, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or even maybe a month. That In that month, see what people don't realize in 2016, I mean, there's so much history I could tell you, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Okay, how we got there. Right. But in 2016, for us as a family, we were like, revival or or quitting. Right, Re- or it's revival right. or we're quitting. And i had actually already decided to quit earlier yeah. that year. I was like yeah. I'm quitting. It I'm was letting a go. Rough year. I'm letting go. I'm done because I want revival and there's so much resistance. I mean really, there was major res- when you start mm-hmm. really going deep of we want the Holy Spirit to take over, there's a lot of religious devils that do not want that. They dig their heels, they cause problems, divisions, all that kind of stuff, and it all happened. Let me tell you, it all happened. And we had a I guess an army of people telling us don't don't do this don't go down this road. You have to stop. We're not going to be offended. We're not going to lose our positions. And some people's positions were just stupid. I mean, who cares? Okay. Like I'm the person that wipes the tables in children's church. Okay. That's great. Are you willing to let go of it for revival? You know, whatever it is, I'm the person that, that welcomes people at the door. That's fantastic. But are you willing to let go of it? I'm in the worship banner, whatever the thing was. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so there was this, there was this big, long buildup and uh you know i don't even know where i was going with this i just know that i started 16. thinking about the holy spirit what was it
1: 16 16, 16. oh 16 and, that's what yeah oh, goodness
0: that's why it's good <laughs> to be married right there in 16 we said we're quit. man i'm, I'm just having i'm i'm done with it and we say we're gonna have revival either here or we're gonna have revival someplace else but we're gonna have revival and we, and we were just desperate and hungry because i didn't want to do ministry anymore if it wasn't full of the holy ghost amen and so we went on a trip and we went and visited every place we'd ever experienced revival or experienced the anointing, or experienced anything, and of all those places, like we went back to Toronto, which we had seen re- true revival in 2003. Which, by the way, the Pentecostals don't know anything about that outpouring. And that outpouring, it was one of it was a legit outpouring of the Holy Spirit yes. that shook us forever, made us made us like lovesick. We were like, yes. oh, oh, I, got, I that's can't. Such a
1: good way to describe it was like it. <laughs> I have to have this forever. And then yes. the minute the
0: minute kind of the anointing from that place kind of you know, we only carried it for a little bit. We had like six weeks of, a, of you know, a little bit extra on us, but then it was like sick forever. Like we have to have revival. And I began just to chase revival like yes. never before. But in 16, we went to every place, went to Toronto, went to Columbus where Pastor Parsley had really, you know, the anointing yeah. had really impacted us, went to all these places. But it was when we went down to Rodney Howard Brown's right. place, he, and we had been in a lot of his meetings over the years, a lot. I mean, back in Calvary Cathedral Calvary, days, yeah. we were out there and Anyway, we went to his meeting and he prayed for us. And I remember telling my, my kids, I was like, just receive. Like, it doesn't matter. Just receive. And as a family, we were like, and we were having a hard time still. It was like a mm-hmm. tough battle. we were like, just receive. And I remember all five of us hitting the ground and we were laughing. Mm-hmm. And I'd never seen that before. I'd never seen our family do it before. didn't even
1: touch us, which was crazy.
0: He actually came back and put his finger right in the, my forehead. If you were here this last Sunday, that's significant yeah, it over significant. something I was preaching. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he came, he stuck his finger, right? He was like, I think he said something like receive and he kept poking me in my forehead. I even tried not to fall. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: I remember I, you were laughing. Based
2: on that story you always told about like Toronto people yeah. not wanting to fall. Yeah. I don't know. For some reason I was like, I'm not going to fall. And then I had to break. Man. that got touched by the Holy Spirit. I just
0: remember seeing you and Jacob, you guys were like just rolling around laughing. And then, you know, got in the car, went to our next destination, came home. And I don't know, the next meeting, I was like, something's going on. Mm-hmm. A little bit of joy was was kind of manifesting mm-hmm. here and there. And then the Lord started saying, you have to lay hands on people and start praying for them. Yeah. And I did long teachings about the, you know, the doctrine of laying on of hands. And then all of a sudden I'd start to pray for people, stuff started happening. Yeah. And then people started opening their hearts a little more and a little more to the anointing. But I actually got to where I I told the Lord, I was like, I'm not going to actually touch people. Yeah, I remember that. And so there was one night I was like, Lord, if this is you, maybe people are being manipulated. Maybe they think that this is something more than it is, you know. And I remember I was walking down this prayer line and I was like, I'm not going to touch people, Lord. And I would put my foot near them and the anointing would just go down my leg, basically. And up there, up there, I remember they would start shaking and laughing. Yeah. I was like, something's happening. Something's taking place. But then... Tuesday, September 27th. It yeah. went way beyond laying hands on people, went way beyond even the anointing mm-hmm. we had received in, in Tampa. It was everything we'd ever prayed for, right? like a deluge yeah. falling upon the church.
1: You know, I was thinking today about, okay, so in 2003, we did have a small outpouring. And, and after that time and around that time, we had a lot of people prophesying that this building specifically, this oh, yeah. address pipeline road that it was very significant. You'd had prophetic words, but people like real prophets and prophets. we named them, actually, they would know them. You,
0: you would know these They've people. They've been here. Okay? They've said it. I mean, you know.
1: came, I mean, one lady came specifically. She wasn't even in town to see us, she, right. but she was like, where is their church? I have to give them a she word. She's a well-known
0: prophet. Yeah. Like,
1: spoke yeah. over us about things like Mount St. Helens is going to blow. And it all was about a And it, and it was always having to do with September always oh around and it be like the 27th yes. and we and we those were such old words i mean it was almost 10 year old words or 13 year old words really um that we we kind of forgot about it so i don't know why we were so shocked <laughs> that september was so significant and then september 27th because the lord had yeah. given us word after word after word after word and it's it's really you know during 16 we as we were traveling as we were seeking lord's face we were like lord we have to have revival at the same time we were like do we leave hearse do we leave the church do we stop pastoring do we start a right. church someplace else do and and it was almost being we'd be pulled back to this place but we were like is that the lord can't tell but then when revival came it's like i remember all those words and all those things that the lord spoke over us specifically and over this place
0: you know and someone should look up you know we're in uh we're in rosh hashanah right now right we're in the jewish new year as of yes. sunday night okay I, someone should look up the 2016 dates on that. I, and I do want to—I'll give you a little, cor- little tiny correction on that. Is the words that God gave us for all those years was September 23rd. 23rd. Okay. But that's significant. The September. Because September 23rd, 2015, is when a devil left our church. Right. It's when we were dealing with a long battle of a Jezebel spirit that opposed revival. Let me tell you, opposed revival they would say things like, uh, I don't want to miss, I don't want to miss a service because, you know, what if revival comes when I'm gone? And everyone thought, oh, that sounds so precious. I was like, later, I was like, oh, okay, you were a block right. trying to stop the move of God. And it was true. In September 23rd, 2015, after much warfare and much, much division and chaos, man, a devil left our church. And then that led to me and me and my wife being like, okay, it's on. We have to have revival. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, the, I say it this way, the stronghold of that devil, we paid a major price. A major price. Let me tell you, anyone out there seeking, seeking revival, searching for the, you know, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit wants to be, he wants to touch your life. He wants to touch your church. He wants to touch your family and your home. The devil is greatly opposed to the outpouring of the Holy Spirit like nothing else. I would say it's a level of warfare like nothing else. And when people, you know, they write books about Jezebel and things like this, we went through the real deal. We went through the real thing and when when we cast that when that devil left, I'll say it that way. It wasn't like everything was like, oh, everything's great, revival's going to come, it's wonderful. Quite the opposite. In 24 hours, we had people trash talking us on every single level, and that's because revival was on the way. But man, when revival came, the yeah. attacks, I think it was Andrew in the chat, he said when I knew it was a revival when 100 devils came out of the woodwork to attack this yeah. thing. And it happened. And that, you know, and that was a long battle too, but it was worth it every night, yeah, every night.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, no, no, someone had, had texted me today and was saying that it is the Feast of Trumpets tonight as oh, well. Oh,
0: wow. Mm-hmm. What about, somebody look up 16. What was it? You got it? CGA 4? It was October
2: 2nd. October it, 2nd was it, Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. In 2016, the 2017 was September 20th.
0: I was just curious. Hey, I was just curious. I was curious if there was some kind of connection, but what, you know, hey, same season. Pastor yeah. Parsi always speaks about the, the seven blessings during this season. Yeah. So, so, you know, if you haven't already, stick your, your stories in the chat. I'm seeing so many. I can't even I can't even catch up. Hallelujah. I saw a really
2: good one. Yeah, go Tim on. was saying how the night that happened, he was in children's church. Okay. The teacher helper and Thad told him revivals come. Whoa. He, ran, he runs out there whoa. and he sees people on the floor and he's like, this is the Holy Spirit. See, OK, here's what's interesting about that. We weren't saying it was not it's not like we, we said "Hey, that. revivals here.
0: We just knew it. Mm-hmm. We just knew it. You know, it reminds me of my, my pastor friend from, he's he lives outside of Toronto, but he was there January 20th, 1994, uh, Pastor Jason up there. And I used to just, every time I ever saw him, tell me what happened, tell me what happened. And he would always, he kind of told the story like we're telling. He's like, well, there was this buildup. But then that night, he's like, the Holy Spirit fell, and we just knew it, and then it was on. And that's how it was. It was, it was unstoppable and still is right now. There was such Amen. a sudden, like, okay, there's good meetings. There's, there's, uh, I don't know, there's, there's renewals of some But when revival begins, you step back and you're like, he's here. Yeah. And he hasn't left the building. I'm not, it isn't just, the Holy Spirit doesn't just show up at the uh, services, which we don't even call those services. We call them meetings with God, okay? Uh, because that's all it is, and so he shows up every day. Any, he'll show up right now in your house. Mm-hmm. As I mean, he's in the room with us right now. Holy right Spirit is taking his place. Right here. Yeah, I'm, come on. I just pray, Holy <laughs> Ghost, just touch each and every person watching. Just pour out your presence, your power, your anointing, your love, your kindness, your great delivering power, God. Touch them right now in Jesus' mighty name. Well, man, I don't even know where to go with this tonight. We're just having a good time. You got something? It's
1: you know, I said it on Sunday. I'm just—I keep saying happy, 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 happy. It's the truth. We were at the grocery store even yesterday, and the uh, the lady that was checking us out—I talked to her all the time, and she's like, "How are you guys doing today?" And I was like, "I was like, oh, we're pretty good." I was like, "Let me correct that—we're fantastic." And she was like, "Oh, well, what a grateful heart." And I was like, "No, life is just so good. God is so good." And I just kept going on and on and on and on, and and she and it kind of she kind of stumbled, and then she was like wow, like, wow, wow. Like she was kind of undone by it, but it was true. I, I couldn't help but say, no, God is so good. Life is so good. Life is just really great because of the Holy
0: Spirit. Amen. I love it. And you know, you're seeing in the chat, a lot of people are saying things like 40 days. I don't know if you, I've seen so many 40 days. If you don't know what that is, after the outpouring began at the end of 16, the Lord just told, well, first of all, when the when the, the outpouring began, we still had a lot of devils hanging out. We still had a lot of yeah. stuff because the devil goes to church more can, he, more faithfully than most Christians. Let me tell you that. And we had a lot of the junk and we had a lot of people immediately not want, they were like, no, I don't want this. Praise God well, pe- that the majority yeah, left of people, the church left oh, right. people left the church within 24 hours. Before it was we like, even
1: started the 40 days, people left the church. Well,
0: I was going to explain what the 40 days were. So because of that, And I didn't wanna just have good meetings. I didn't wanna have to like, oh, we're having revival meetings, but we gotta keep the the machine running. I knew that everything had to die. I knew that if the Holy Spirit was gonna continue to do what he's begun, we're gonna have to just clear everything off the table, you know, break every plan, just like cast it off, we got rid of children's church. We stopped playing music at some points. We got I mean, rid of like, the
1: house of prayer. Got rid of the
0: house of prayer. They've been going on for six and a half years, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We, we just stopped everything. Everyone was offended. People didn't want it. They were like, this is, this is too crazy. And it was almost like, who do you think you are, Pastor Cleus, who started this church in 1999? You're the minister that runs this church. How dare you say that the Holy Spirit should have all the room he wants? And so I told the church, and this, I remember they, the word just came to me. And I was like, we're going to take 40 days, have meetings every single night. We will have no plans except saying, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. I think the first night someone came off the streets and tried to attack me. Do you remember Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) People had to like grab it. Like the first night, first night, second night was a little crazy. And then it was like, I think third night we said no more music. Yeah. Because we had a plan. We're like, we're going to play music. We stopped everything. And I think it was the third night. I was like, Holy Spirit, come. And then the meetings just went night after night after night. And at the end of 40 days, I remember it was time to close the meetings. And those meetings were wild. They were, I mean, I, you've just never seen anything. I mean, if you've never seen revival, you've never seen anything like this. And you have to just throw out all your church ideas. Yeah. Because it was, imagine a group of people every night that they're, they're not, okay, I'm a pastor, I'm preaching or I'm ministering. All I was saying, the Holy Spirit come and he would tell me what to minister. Or he would tell me who needs to minister. Or he would tell me how we need it. Whatever it was. It was just like anything goes at any time. But in the middle of that, 90% of the people, they're just like caught up. Mm-hmm. Like they don't care what I'm doing or you're doing. They're not paying attention to the person next. They're just caught up. And at the end of 40 days of these wild meetings, we went to close the meeting and the Lord said, go 40 more. And so then it became 80 days of the Holy Spirit. Those were the those were the, I mean, I don't know how to put it into words. Day 54 will live in inf- history. <laughs> will, it will live in history. I'll say that forever. Is day four, 54. <laughs> I tried to close the meeting. And I just happened to be reading Isaiah 54, right? And I went to read Isaiah 54 to close the meeting. The, Lord's told, the Lord told me, close the meeting, read that scripture. I went to close it and I could not open my mouth and then i asked the first one i remember i don't know if this was the first but i remember ruth i remember saying like took it to her to take have her read it or something like that and she couldn't read it and then i went from person to person and as i would ask them to read, i didn't, i'm just holding the bible like go ahead cuz i can't talk no one could talk and every time the power of god would come upon them they would be laughing or shouting falling down i mean it was chaos yeah in a great wonderful way it was it was such an explosion of the power of God, and then I don't know if you want to say anything about yeah. fifty four.
1: Well, I I just I've never laughed that hard in my life. It was so supernatural and, yeah. and really powerful. But I I wanted to go back to when we started the forty days. You know, the forty days allowed us to really die.
2: Oh completely yeah, completely
1: because nothing left in in church, dumb and church society. It's so easy to hide behind. Prayer, you know, preaching, um, preaching, worship, worship, serving, whatever. But when you take it down to nothing, where there's nothing but you and the Holy Spirit in this, even in a corporate setting, right. the only thing that stops you from receiving is you. Exactly. Like, you can't hide. So if you are offended, that's on you. And, and that's that precipice that people were at was either just and I enter in and I allow him to do what he wants to because Whatever he that knows is. me better than I know me. Or people were offended and was like, I gotta get out of this. And that's, that's really, that's the two groups you saw, those that jumped in and their lives were completely turned upside down or in a great way, or those that ran for the hills and, and went to religion.
0: And very rarely was it progressive. It was like instantly, it was like, mm-hmm. well, I'll say this, the people that received, they were the ones that uh, generally night after night, we're like, Holy Ghost, I just say yes. I just, yeah, and it's hard. More. And man, I'm having to die to so many things in my life. The people that are offended, I think they were like snap out and hated. I, I remember I told people in the middle of this, I said, I never knew that people could hate the Holy Spirit so much. Right. With a passionate hatred. They love church. Oh, they love church. They're the greatest Christian you've ever met. They're righteous. They don't ever make any mistakes. They're We look up to them, Bishop so-and-so. But then it's like, when the Holy Ghost walks in, they're like, no. And they start, I mean, I think it was still called so many times during those days. He's like the gnashing of teeth right. <laughs> yep. of these
2: Christians right. who hate the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Remember how packed out the first night was and the last night were?
0: That's and how true. the
2: first night was packed out. Then throughout the weeks, people were like, eh, you know, that's cool once a week. Then the last night was the most packed out night we ever had. That's true. Everyone's like, well, that was a good thing we did. That so was, that was, that we did it. It's over. And you announced, we're going to keep going. Yeah. And a lot of people were like, oh out. yeah, I'm out. I can't, oh, I can't keep doing this. On night 40, people
0: were, they were so, yeah, that place was filled that night and everyone was so in. And then I said, and, and I got to, oh, I got to tell you the, the word on that was we ended the 40 days. I'm ending with prayer. And I saw, I saw a door opening. I saw it in the spirit. I saw this door opening and it was going to close. And I knew right then the Lord was like, if you go through that door, we can keep going but it will close on you. You have a a split second decision right now on behalf of this ministry. Will you go forward? And I remember I said, we're going to do 40 more days. It just came out of me. And of course we got to the end of 80 days and everybody was like, Let's go 40 more. And I already knew I told everyone I was like, I already know what we're going for that day. The Lord yeah. was like, 40 more. Yeah, it was worth we're it. We're doing this. And there was a big level of warfare. I remember on the 41st day, which is interesting. When it was time to do that next time, like he said, people were, I'm out of the church. I can't I love this, but I can't go any farther. But man, at the end of that 80 days, and we went into 120. Like blows my mind to think about it. And then, of course, there was another 40 days after that. And then there was another 40. And the the first three were were consecutive. Then there was another 40 days we did, what, like this next year or something. Then there Mm -hmm. was another 40 in 2020. Yeah. And uh, I I just encourage anyone out there. You know what? Maybe you're not a minister. Maybe you're you're just a believer. And you're like, I want more of God. Spend 40 days. I'll just say this. Get a calendar. Mark off 40 days. And all you do is you're like, Holy Spirit, I'm just listening to you. I'm gonna get rid of all my religious duty. Like if you're like, I read this many chapters and I pray this many, let go and just say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. If you're a pastor, do it every day. Holy Spirit, I just welcome you. Stop all the programs for crying out loud. They don't, you don't need to, when people walk into church, the biggest concern doesn't need to be where do we split everybody at? Up and send them this way and this way. The biggest concern should be like, Holy Spirit, you're welcome. Yeah, go ahead. You yeah, something.
1: Oh yeah, I wanted to read um, Randall's comment. She said, I remember in the previous years leading up, we would sometimes wonder what is wrong with everyone or what's wrong with us after the service because we could feel something was broken but didn't know what it was and she says but i remember that night hearing the sound and thinking pc's not even talking but the sound from the people is spontaneous erupting it's the lord finally
2: <laughs> my goodness so
1: good
0: and there's been so i can't even begin to i mean i have so many memories the last six years well, I mean, you know, we see people healed, things like this, people get saved. I, I have to say the one thing stuck out stuck out to me is many years ago, I'll say this, many years ago, a guy came to church and in the meeting, the Holy Spirit, if you've ever been around someone demonized, the Holy Spirit within you just kind of goes to the top of your insides. And I remember I saw this guy and the Holy Spirit says, that guy came to murder you. And for me, when something like that, I don't run. I, I preached standing in front of him that day. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna let the devil do this. Well, after the meeting, he went and got counsel from another pastor who's shouldn't be a pastor. And the guy was like, oh, no, he was that guy's fine. He said he he said he was really dealing with the, the struggles of wanting to kill somebody, but I think he's fine. You should really talk to him. I was like, no, are you crazy? Well, that's years ago. I'm in a meeting that was a I mean, it was one of those 40-day meetings. Wow, it was like so intense. I remember the power of God. In those meetings, you could feel the holiness of God sometimes. I mean, like where everything was silent for 30 minutes or everyone's shouting for a good 45 minutes. I remember Easter Sunday, man, no one ever stopped shouting. But I remember I saw out of one of the windows of the church while I was preaching, this guy walked by, stop, come back, come in. And it was that guy. And the Lord was telling me, that's that guy that wanted to kill you. Well, it turns out it was him. And I remember afterwards, my son talked to him. Yeah. And he, yeah, tell the story real fast.
2: But yeah, I met that guy and I got, I kind of got thrown in talking to him as someone that we know was like, he wants wants to kill your dad. Bye. And I was like, wait, what? He told you that he told me that. So I'm like, Oh wow. Okay. So he sits down. He's, he's like, I'm walking down the street. He said someone yells my name to come inside here. So he comes in, sees nobody. One of our ushers, it was either Brandon Cronkite got to him or was one of the Pritchard's that just saw him was like, Hey, come sit down. So he just does the whole meeting. He's like, Something's happening here. He looks
0: shaken. He, he was he like, looked, I yeah. don't know what's
2: happening. He goes, someone called me in here. Someone called my name. I'm sitting here and I'm like, what's happening? So afterwards he was like, well, I know that was the Lord that called me here. And he was, he was really shaken because he was shaken by how happy everybody was. Oh yeah. He was like, why are you guys so happy? And I was <laughs> like, well, it's the Holy Spirit. And he's like, wow. And he was like, but, but why? Like so I give him the gospel, got talked to him and he was like, I was on my way to kill my best friend. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, and I was stopped and I came in here. I mean, think of that. And he told my
0: son, he's like, I've been dealing with this murderous feeling for years. And he actually told him, I came here cause
2: he's, yeah, he, he said, he was like, he goes many years ago, He's like, I came here and he goes, I was going to kill the pastor. <laughs> and he was like, and then I just didn't. <laughs> I
0: The day he came, I remember that was an intense day, man. I was like, and no, you know, you're in those moments. You're always hoping there's someone with discernment. There weren't yeah. many that day because everyone was giving me the thing of like, don't now be so intense. Carry. Don't, yeah, don't be so intense. And <laughs> man, I was I was fighting for my life. But yeah, he that night he was going to go kill somebody, wow. and the Holy Spirit stopped him, shouted his name, and he came in. And I just remember seeing him, and he was shaking. I, 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 that's the best way I can put it. Is it was like someone scared of the fact that God, the Holy Ghost, was in the room, and he couldn't move. So. Awesome. Any more good stuff in the chat?
1: Still called was saying my physical body ached. Every muscle burned oh, for weeks. Uh, we always joke about how much weight we lost. Yeah from all the laughing because it, the Holy Spirit, it was like having your finger plugged into an electricity socket. I mean, it was just so overwhelming, and, and you would shake and laugh under the presence of the Lord, and you're, really your body could hardly hardly handle it. You'd go home so tired and yet so full of energy and full of life at the same time.
0: Well, and the number one manifestation of the Holy Spirit, which we did not expect, and, I, and it was happening a little bit, but it wasn't the initial. It started happening, I don't yeah. know how to explain it, maybe a week or two in, but it was joy. And I'm talking like, like your belly is full of supernatural joy. And on the inside, you might be thinking, I don't know, you might be praying about this or crying out to God for something, but the joy was overtaking people. And at the time, I remember thinking, why joy? Now, I didn't say don't do it. I was like, yeah, I'll, anything you want, Lord, like whatever it is. But if you go back to the political scene of 2017, 2018, 2019 even ministers committing suicide yeah there were people coming to our church they were like i, I was going to kill myself uh suicidal depre- the depression level yeah. of even christians the joy saves so many lives and of course the joy brings healing the bo- joy brings deliverance and by the way the kingdom of god is Peace, righteousness, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Yes, and, amen. And the Father sits enthroned in heaven, Psalms 2, and, and laughs. And, you know, the Holy Ghost is the one that supplies the joy, Romans 13. And then you have Jesus who rejoices and laughs in Luke chapter 10. So don't tell me it's not godly, okay? You're, you're godly tears, man. Give me a break, okay? Uh, the devil can make you cry, okay? But I, I'm just saying, like, don't, don't glorify these other things. When the Holy Spirit shows up and starts doing something, and I'll tell you, it wasn't what I was searching. I liked the joy, but it wasn't what I was searching for. But when it happened, I knew it was God. And I just remember for months and even years, I was like, Lord, why? Like, why is this? And then I saw people that were like, I was going to kill myself. But then the joy of the Lord set me free and broke all the shackles. And the joy is still happening. Our yeah. meetings are so yeah. loud with laughter. <laughs> Not too many people crying in these meetings, you know, no. I mean... And, and yeah, I mean, I'm, 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 in the, I don't know where it started laughing at,
1: so but... hard. The tears are coming yeah. all at the same time. It's just, we always joke about that, but
0: I, see Kyle, it's I think that's Kyle. I was like, yeah. yeah, Kyle's thing. Whoa. So true. He said, he said, when the, when the laughter started happening, I thought many times I was going to die <laughs> and go to heaven early. <laughs> it's like,
1: I can't take it. Man, There are I can't times take
0: it. when the, when the joy would hit. So it mm-hmm. still does hit so hard. And I and, you knew it's funny too, is in the first 40 days. We had a, quite a phenomenon, which was something the Lord prophesied years and years ago, is that we would see people that were crying and laughing at the same time. And in the, fir- in the first 40 days, there would be sinners crying and breaking before the Lord, sitting next to someone that's overwhelmed by joy. Mm-hmm. And you would see the faces, ones like intense, or, or actually it even turned into a while wow there we had this long string of deliverances happening so there's joy people are laughing and then you got people puking in the corner and demons coming out because the devil hates the joy he hates grace he hates the joy man and it's like seeing god do surgery on people and on all of us it's not just it's not like we're watching and going oh those those people need help we all need help I mean, that's where we got the word that's not a word, Receiving. You know, it's yeah. like, hey, you don't know what you need. Just stay receiving. Yeah. yeah, go for it.
1: Aubrey had a go, on. She said, I kept wondering why I was laughing so much. I stopped wondering when there was so much peace on my life and things that should have left me shattered didn't really hurt so bad. That's a really good testimony. I think everybody has a testimony like that because the fruit has been so good that we're so peaceful and full of joy, really no matter no matter what
0: yeah it's been awesome yeah because it changed the atmosphere of our lives Absolutely. outside of church forever and ever like the goal here is not like let's have really good church services so we can remember that church service and church was great it's the work of the holy spirit that's happening in these meetings is then affecting our whole lives and affecting our families and uh
1: yeah yeah they're our, wonderful our family uh, our families i mean i the hearing the kids talk about how when they came in that first night and they were like what is that you know and now all these years later all three of my children are born again filled with the Holy Spirit, hungry for revival, very receiving, you know, and I'm seeing God anoint their lives and them just hungry for more of God. And I'm just so grateful for that. And the Lord really started us on that journey. We talked about this today, all the way back in 2013. Yeah, when he sent us to Paris for a a year, you know, it was kind of a, a, it was missions was kind of a sabbatical so to speak for us in, in terms of, it wasn't, it like a a, wasn't a vacation.
0: Didn't feel like uh, a vacation, but what, it,
1: but what it was, was it was, we were, he kind of secluded us to ourselves as a family, as a family unit. And I remember fasting the, when we first got there for the whole month of January and, and reading song of songs and the Lord telling me that whole time, just, just. Get to know me. Yeah. I because I didn't have D B C family. I didn't you know, I was all the way in France. I didn't have the church and and the, the motions of the church to keep me busy anymore. Right. So the Lord was like, when it comes down to just you and me, who are you and who am I to you? And and so he started us on on that path of it just coming to just zero come. with him. Just yeah, him. just come just and him. be
0: with me and me alone. It yeah. was really Amen. powerful. Amen. And we I mean the Holy Spirit's always setting you up for the next thing let me give you two things and I don't know how much longer we'll go. We're having a good time, but yeah, but I'll give you the two main scriptures that have been really like the cornerstone of this outpouring. And they're so, I mean, on the outside you think, well, how's that revival? But it has been. And, the first one of course the second corinthians thirteen fourteen. do you want to read that
1: yeah the grace of the lord jesus christ and the love of god the father and the fellowship of the holy spirit be with you all
0: this has been huge um i mean we've preached that we preached that so many times yeah. i can't count especially in those early days and i say early days it's just been six years where I mean, we're still in the early days <laughs> yeah. we're, we're currently in the early days of this outpouring having a revelation of grace that your sins are washed away and I'm speaking to born-again people, like you're, you've repented of your sins, you put your faith in Christ, and he gave you a new heart. Not, not all the other stuff. He gave you a new heart by the work of the Holy Spirit. And understanding from that place that Jesus has once and for all paid your fine and that you are free now and forever, that you don't have to live in condemnation, that if you fail or you miss it, you can hold on to him, you can enjoy his presence, that he wants you to come home, not run away. And it's just this revelation of Jesus did all the work, once and forever, now and forever, and that he has made things, I'll say it this way, safe for you. Like he's made the access for you to have the father's ear at all times by his blood and it's forever. And then secondly, the love of the father, knowing God as father and not just in your mind, but him pouring in, This Romans 5, 5, the love of God poured into your heart by the, by the Holy Spirit, the love of the father. Uh, that was huge, huge and always has been really, but the revelation experience and then finally, fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And that might be the biggest stamp on this outpouring. We always say the Holy Spirit's the most important person in the room. He is. And that comes from getting to know him. I said on Sunday, I need to write a, a book called Holy Spirit, My Best Friend or something yes. like that. Because that's how I see him. And that has been the testimony of so many people that have been this outpouring. And then secondly, I'll give you Psalms 24-7. That's been really big. That's the conviction scripture. Go yes. for it.
1: Yes. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. So
0: how's that conviction story? If you're in the meetings, it is because mm-hmm. the challenge every night in those initial days, and even still now, is open your heart. Lift up the gates of your heart and let the, the King of glory come in. Anyone watching tonight, you might say, oh, I've experienced revival and this is so wonderful. Open your heart some more. I used to say that every night. Open your heart as, as much as you can and then ask the Holy Spirit to help you a little bit more. And then tomorrow, open your heart some more because mm. he, wants to, he wants to let His river run to every dry and cracked place I- inside of you. He wants to bring healing and liberty and joy to every part of you. And revival really is, if, if you know, it's as basic as it is, is getting to know the Holy Spirit face to face. It will scare the hell out of you at the beginning. I'm telling yeah. you. And I mean that literally, and, and you know, figures, it, it will scare you because he, you're, you've been told he's so intrusive, and he is. You've been told he wants to take over, and he does, but you've been told it's bad, and it's not. Yeah. It's wonderful when he gets involved in your life, and he's much nicer and kinder than you can ever imagine. Yeah. Amen.
1: Amen. You know, I always think to myself, why has the Holy Spirit stayed all this time? But if you think about it, you can never have too much. It's Amen. not like he's trying to take us back to professionalism and back to programs and back to better church. Yeah. So he's not trying to put us up on this pillar of uh, of achieving like we've made it to the mountaintop mm-hmm. and there's no place else to go. He he wants every day for us to know him more and to fill us more, and that never ends until the day we go home.
0: Amen. Amen. And you know, no matter how big of a ministry you might be a part of or anything like that, it comes down to do we know him? Do we know the Holy Spirit? Paul said that I may know him in the power of his resurrection, that I may actually know the Lord. The Holy Spirit is here to reveal the Father, to express the Son and reveal the Son to us, but he's a person that wants to know his church. And revival, its most basic level is the people of God having a revelation and fellowship revelation of the holy spirit knowing him getting to know him letting him have his way in your life hallelujah man all these comments i'm gonna have to go back and read all of them Yeah, amen praise the lord well we're talking about six years of revival i don't know how much more we can go i mean really it's been an amazing time the only thing i can say is the holy spirit saying we're up on a second wave a second wave is coming and i would say the last few weeks to maybe a couple months we're seeing exactly that, another wave of revival. You say, well, what do you mean another wave? All I know is that the minute he said another wave, it was like something started to build and start to increase. I mean, I don't ever want to second guess or try to, you know, some people, I don't, I, there's a difference between prophesying what he tells you and then speculating what you think. I don't want to speculate what I think about all this. But I will say that two weeks ago, we started talking about prosperity, mm-hmm. which is very important to the Holy Spirit right now. And it was like the heavens broke again.
1: Yeah, I was. oh I was editing like, those sermons today. I was like, whoa. Yeah, and, and this <laughs> last this last
0: Sunday, I had to I had to teach it out. We were talking about praying, <laughs> but two weeks ago, yeah, we were talking about the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he has no sorrow to it. And the Lord said that we were to say, "God bless me, God bless me." And the power of God, like it was like, it was like nothing else. I mean, I don't know. It, I don't. I can't compare it because every meeting is so uniquely different from the yeah. Holy Spirit. But that one. I don't want to, you know, it's not like a scorecard, but it, it was up here and it yeah. blew me away. Yeah, and I remember, and this doesn't happen to me, but I'm preaching, I'm having a minister and listen and things like this. I was very, very drunk in the Holy Ghost at the end of that meeting when mm-hmm. we were saying, "Bless me, bless me, yeah, bless me, yeah."
1: Well, I, I was realizing today as I was actually editing that sermon that I was like getting drunk while I was editing, it's intense. <laughs> and, and I was like, "Lord, I wasn't drunk with joy. I was drunk with." fear faith. Yeah. Like, I'm like, how am I drunk in the Holy ghost? And I have faith bubbling up on the inside of me. Like I can hear and see and feel the Lord on this word and there's faith bubbling up. And I'm like, it was so intense. It was so powerful. You see Aubrey,
0: she said, remember how tense the atmosphere was before when you would preach prosperity. Because when I used to preach on prosperity, there was like, man, it was like, Something very demonic. It was almost like a sleeper spirit would come over yeah. the church years ago, because the enemy doesn't want people to prosper. No, he, wants he doesn't us want them. Broke, busted and but disgusted. she said, she has said been so free the last few weeks, and I mean, we believe in prosperity because we don't believe in taking your money. Yeah. We believe in partnering with what biblical principles that you sow and you reap, and we're actually on the side of like we're praying for your increase. Yes. But uh, yeah, two weeks ago, and then last last week, but two weeks ago, it was like heaven came down on that word, and I realized. At the end of the meeting, I was so drunk in the Holy Spirit. And I remember saying, I, I'm, this is blowing my mind because I'm drunk. And we're talking about money. I was like, we're talking about money. This is ha- this has got to be something. The Holy Ghost is yeah. very you know concerned about this. And I will say before revival hit, the lead up to, to revival, the Lord did give me a word I, rep- I would repeat all the time. Mm-hmm. How prosperity was very important. And that's why many people, if not everyone in our church, has doubled and tripled and quadrupled their incomes just by Holy Ghost means. And sometimes even 10 to 20 times in some cases I've been hearing about. But uh, the word was... There's oil in the money and there's money in the oil. And the Lord kept saying the anointing and the finances, the anointing and the finances, and it was connected to revival. Amen. Still called really fast. I, he said, uh, he said, or when you preached on the love of God, on grace, on faith, on the Father's heart, wait, so many dang devils back then is the truth. <laughs> back then, anything that wasn't regimented and religious, <laughs> some kind of devil or mother-in-law showed out to tell us we were, we were wrong. And, uh, and so if you're listening tonight and you want to tell us you're wrong, we just don't listen anymore. So tell yourself, praise the Lord. Well, it's been a wonderful six years. And like I said, we're in the beginning stages and right now we're we're in the second wave, another wave of the outpouring of the Holy spirit. If you've never experienced revival, not good meetings, not, I mean, that's all wonderful revival where the Holy ghost lives in the room (laughs) and he lives with the people and he overwhelms you when you walk through the door. You got to get to one of these meetings every Sunday. We call them meetings with God because they're not services. They are not regulated. They are just Holy Spirit, have your way. And we try to keep up with him yeah. as much as we possibly can. At Deliverance Bible Church, that's where the meetings are. Deliverance Bible Church at 310 West Pipeline Road in Hearst, Texas. That's 310 West Pipeline Road in Hearst, Texas. Also, if you want to stay connected to everything and anything going on with Deliverance Bible Church, the outpouring of the Holy Spirit or Rev- Revival in Souls ministry. Uh, you can always text the word REVIVAL to six eight two seven zero two four six zero six. 702 It's in the chat right there, 682 Or you can always text us your prayer request 24-7. Yeah, We won't answer them 24-7, but we will answer them all. We will get to them as quick as we see them, and we will partner in faith for your breakthrough and your miracle. Also, last thing, I'll tell you this. If this has been a blessing to you, and when I say this, if the last six years of this outpouring have been a blessing to you, or maybe if this is the first time you heard of it, if any of this has been a blessing to you, ask the Holy Spirit how you can sow into this outpouring. It's huge to be a financial partner when it comes to things like this. I always sow where the Holy Ghost flows. I mean, that's just where I yeah. am, and every time there's an opportunity to do it, I jump in. And so even tonight we'll sow, and we're asking that you would stretch. And that you would ask the Holy Spirit, how can I be a part of this? How can I sow? How can I say thank you, Holy Ghost, for six years of this outpouring? The easiest way to do that, our easiest giving way, is to Cash App, Cash.me/slash Revival and Souls, or you can go Dollar Sign Revival and Souls if you have the Cash App. Also, we have a PayPal. Our PayPal is PayPal.me/slash Revival and Souls. Either way, anyway, don't do nothing. Anytime there's an opportunity, especially sow into the outpouring of the Holy Ghost, always jump on it. But right now holy spirit i ask you to reveal to us what and how and what way we could sow right now and i ask father you'd greatly bless the people that give tonight bring increase overflow prosper them bless them make them rich according to the poverty of christ in second corinthians 8 and 9 spoken that you would make them rich that you would increase them and overflow them let the blessing of abraham come upon them expand their territory make them a blessing use them for your glory and use them for the gospel and father right now we just pray That you would meet with each and every person watching either live or later just pour out your fire and your wine upon them right now in jesus name and everything and anything that you've done in this place we release it to them right now in jesus name we release it now in jesus mighty name let the joy flow let the power of god touch their bodies lord we ask that you just do miracles on their behalf if they need deliverance lord deliver them tonight and we ask that you would set them free, make them free, and keep them free by the mighty blood of Jesus and in the mighty name of Jesus. And we declare blessings over them in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell Amen. everyone good night.
1: Yes. Thank you Praise guys for being here tonight. We love you guys. Y'all be blessed. Be
0: blessed. Be blessed. Be, be, blessed. Blessed. be, blessed. be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. We'll see you Sunday. Hallelujah. receive